Welcome back to Two Tarot Nerds. This is a podcast with me, Jolie, and my friend Di, where we sort of talk about tarot, but really just talk about the experience of being human. This week, we chatted about feeling like we weren't just really diving deep into the topics that were coming up, feeling like we're sort of circling around the same topics, but not really making progress with that. And we talked about some of the reasons about why that might be and what that feels like. So if you want to hear two friends talk about life, tarot, and everything in between, sit back, get a snack, and enjoy. Just a quick heads up before we go into the episode, we do use adult language. So if that's something you're concerned about or you have people around you who might not want to hear that, please pop in your headphones and then go ahead and dive in. All right, welcome back to another episode of Two Tarot Nerds. Shall we start as we always start with what we're bringing to the table? How are you doing today, Di? I'm actually doing okay. I'm a little annoyed because the gross weather meant I didn't go for a walk. And I, I really kind of wanted to because like there's just so much stupid stuff in my head that I wanted to work through. But it may be that like the universe was looking out for me, whatever, because it forced me to journal about it instead. And I've written like over three pages of stuff, which is the first time I've done that in quite a while. And I needed to, like, I needed to stop going around it in my head and actually like get it out. But even though I know that I forget it all the time, like, I know that if I just keep thinking about things, that is not going to like help. I have to talk to someone about it or write it down or something. Maybe I'll learn eventually, but. Anyway, for today, I got a bunch of it out of my head, and that was good. How are you? I'm doing really good, actually. I've had a really slow and relaxed morning, but, like, I've been doing a lot of reading, like, studying about astrology Mm -hmm. and just allowing myself to kind of go into that student mode, which I just have kept telling myself kind of I'm too busy to do. I went, yeah, like I went for a really long walk yesterday, just kind of focusing in on, so I work with Rachel Stevens has created this constellation system, which we can link to in the show notes. I love her stuff so much. Yeah. And she talks about like different domains and how she's been able to divide her life up into like six domains. And so I really admire her system And also am sort of in the process of figuring out like, okay, this works really well for her. How do I make it work for me? Mm -hmm. All of that. It's a very long winded way of saying I work with my cycle rather than with a month or with, you know, the season so much. Like I tend to find planning with my cycle to be most helpful. And having just started my new cycle, I'm really kind of focused on the domain of like body this cycle so thinking about tending to and caring for my body and what it needs because I think I have sort of been really lax about that like it can be simple things of being lax about taking my vitamins being a little bit too relaxed with my sleep schedule or it can be bigger things like What does my movement practice look like as we shift seasons? I've been not really paying attention to like food 
and have found myself in like a little bit of a food rut where I'm just like not really interested in cooking anything, not really interested in eating anything. So I graze and then I don't feel well. Um, so just like really kind of getting back to like, okay, as we shift into mid autumn to late autumn, going into early winter, um, and that shift for me feels actually quite sudden, like all of a sudden it feels really cold. All of a sudden it feels really dark. And if I'm not careful, like I sort of, we talk a lot about boundaries and containers. And for me, mm -hmm. I really need a, a sturdier container is in that body domain in this part of the year than in other parts of the year. In summer, it's no big deal. In summer, I can get sunshine all of the time. And, you know, I can... I stay up late, but I get up early because it's light all of the time. And in it's so easy to eat like fresh fruits in the summer, like things that if I don't feel like cooking, there's just like an abundance of really easy, accessible foods that are fresh and don't need cooking. In the winter, autumn, it's a little bit harder and it's dark all of the time. And so I just have to be really more conscious of how I'm tending to my physical needs and how I'm nourishing my body, which is a really long-winded way of saying I feel really good because I went for a two-hour walk yesterday. And even though it was rainy and drizzly, I got outside and I got sunshine. And today I've been, like, I set my alarm. So I actually got up early, which is eight o'clock for me. I'm not, I'm not getting up at crack of dawn. Well, eight o'clock <laughs> might have been dawn. I don't know. <laughs> But I think our sunrise might be like 7.30. Um, I'm kind of yeah. still trying to like get up at a reasonable time and have breakfast, which is I let that slip so easily, especially this time of year. But actually, like, it's, like, it's the one of the biggest things I can do for just my body and my body clock of like establishing routine, establishing rhythm to my day. It's like get up at the same time, eat breakfast at the same time. And it's just like, oh, yeah, it makes such a big difference. And then this afternoon, I lied on my floor, which, again, is like a weird thing that I do, but I find it very grounding and relaxing. Like, I just took yeah. a pillow and a blanket and just lied on my floor for a bit. So I feel like really good and really rested and actually really nourished, which I haven't given myself that in in a while. So, yeah, that's was wow, my really long-winded of what I'm bringing to the table today. It's funny, though, because I'm listening to you talk about that, and I feel kind of the same way, except for me, it's not physical stuff. It's that I've been neglecting more the mental. And, like, seeing that, like, oh, if I spend the time journaling instead of, you know, on my phone or whatever, and, yeah, actually do the things to process things instead of just carrying around in my head, like, yeah, I have... Same thing, I've become very lax with the routines around my mental health more than physical, and I would like to get that back, for sure. Yeah, and and maybe there's just something in the air. I feel like Scorpio season is a real time of, like, I've talked about kind of poking at the corners or, like, just sweeping up the cobwebs, and I feel like, yeah, there's just something yeah. in the air about noticing ways in which things have become a little bit lax and not supportive. Like there's no beating myself up here. Like I hope that really comes across. Right. I'm not like, oh my God, I'm awful. I've let this slip. It's just like a noticing of like, oh, okay, this container has gotten a little bit wibbly wobbly 
and I need to just tighten it up right now. In six yeah. months time, it can get wibbly wobbly again and it's fine. But it's just like that feeling of like, oh, this is my domain right now. This is the particular area for me that just needs like, yeah, it just needs tightening up. It just needs a little bit more structure, a little bit more rigidity, a little bit more. For me, I tend to think about it as like a parenting energy of there are a lot mm-hmm. of things my kids don't want to do that I'm like, yeah, cool, but you got to do them anyways. And it's, the same, it's like that same energy, you know, I, I'm gentle and compassionate with them, but also like, no guys, like this is, we got to do this. Um, So kind of bringing that same energy of like, do I want to get up to an alarm every morning? No, I kind of hate it, but do I really need to, because it's going to set me up for success and I'm going to feel so much better. Yeah, I do. And you know, do I always want to eat breakfast in the morning? No, I'm really not like a big breakfast person. But again, it's just this thing of like, but I have to, like, this is something I've learned in all my years of like, okay, no, this is what I really need. Especially if you're someone who struggles with like sleep rhythms or if your sleep rhythm tends to, so my problem is mine skews later and later and later. So I'll start going to bed at like three in the morning and sleeping in past noon and it just kind of gets worse. The way to kind of regulate your body hormones when you don't have like the sun cycle doing that is to like give your body other cues like hey we're up we're eating and that kind of tells your body like oh we're awake so it it's not just like you know it's not like a story in my head or like a, a a value judgment about eating breakfast like for me it's a real tangible physical thing of like this is what tells my body like hey we're awake we're starting our day when I don't have you know bright sunshine coming in every morning yeah that totally makes sense so yeah that's kind of where I am with like (laughs) where I'm focused on in my life at the moment and so yeah I guess kind of bringing in that like changing things up looking at what's working and what's not working I've really been feeling with lately with my deck and with pulling cards I've been getting that feeling of like something's not working here anymore. I'm not as in tune with like my deck or I'm not as present in this relationship as I want to be in a practice that is ultimately for me. Like, yes, we've added on the layer of we're doing this for the podcast and that's interesting. And it's, I've, you know, and kind of enjoyed observing how that's adjusted things or you know changed things but ultimately this is a practice that has to serve me and I've really just been feeling like oh I'm just not like digging deep into the cards again this Scorpio season of like and me with my Scorpio moon where I'm like I need to go deeper like I want that push from my deck and and you know not that the deck hasn't and the cards haven't been like bringing things to light that have needed to be brought to light. But there's just been a feeling of like, yeah, okay, we're circling the same things. And I'm just not really getting deep. So I've been kind of thinking about do I want to get a new deck that which is I always for everyone else, like, go with that vibe, if that feels right. I always when that comes up in me, I have to watch that one carefully. Because that's how my brain loves to solve a lot of problems of burn it all down and just get something new. Like the solution to being disorganized. I'll just like, 
I just need a new planner. Like there's that feeling for me of like clean slate will fix everything. So I was like watching that for a while and observing it and thinking like, okay, what do I think I'm going to get from a new deck that I don't already have with the ones that I own? And, you know, there's this feeling of, oh, a new, you know, it will bring new insights or it'll bring like sudden awareness of or like new knowledge about all of the cards. I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I like acknowledge that I want to have a deeper relationship with my cards and then I'm hoping for some new knowledge and insights. Is a new deck actually the thing that's going to give me that? And I kind of sat with it and I was like, no, it's not because I've looked at like a hundred decks. Like I look at, you know, I go through Instagram and I go through all the stores and I look at their pictures and I'm like, no, like the, none of this is telling me something new. Like I, I kind of, I don't know, like I'm starting to form my own ideas and stories about the cards and trying to look at someone else's images is not helping me craft my own story about the card. So the change that I made was, I made my own deck, which (laughs) (laughs) it is not as fancy as it sounds. I bought a very cheap pack of blank playing card size cardstock. You can get like 200 cards for, you know, (laughs) five, six pounds. And I, and I just wrote the name of the card. So they just say three of wands, two of wands. It's nothing fancy. I'm not drawing images for the cards. I'm not trying to, you know, make this into an art project. I just wanted to, I don't know, see what it felt like to work with a blank slate of a deck, like not bringing in someone else's energy, just like, what's in me? This is all me. What have I got? It's just like, Let's mix things up. Let's, if I want a deeper relationship with the cards, I don't know. Let's just try something new. So that's what I did. That is the deck that I am drawing from. I have no images to go by. I just have the cards that I drew and sort of my innate knowledge and feelings about those cards. So then I was sat with my new deck and I was like, okay, what questions do I want to ask? And it felt like a lot of pressure of like, uh oh goodness what are the what's the first like the first question I'm ever gonna ask this deck um (laughs) so previous to pulling cards for the week the very first thing I did was just kind of ask like hey what are like what are the vibes of this deck what like what can I expect from you type thing like just kind of like some people call it like an interviewing the deck I don't feel that formal about it it was just kind of like hey, getting to know each other, what's the first card that I'm going to pull? What's the vibes of this deck? And that was Queen of Pentacles, which felt like, okay, cool. I'm I'm on board for like a Queen of Pentacles relationship with this deck. You know, that kind of nourishing, caretaking, motherly, just like real, yeah, I just think about Queen of Pentacles just like as a, like a real nourishing vibe that compassionate we talked about kind of queen of pentacles being like yeah that compassionate self that kind um parenting self so I was like cool happy to see queen of pentacles come out but then when I sat down for this week I just kind of said to my deck all right give me three uncomfortable truths 
that you think I should be looking at. You get three chances to stab me with some uncomfortable truth. Like, let's just go for it. So what the cards that came out were three of wands and then the star and then two of wands. The kind of question then is like, what's uncomfortable for me about, let's say, two of wands and three of wands? Both of them are Aries energy. Two of Wands being Mars in Aries, Three of Wands being Sun in Aries. And so they both have this real activation energy to them, this initiating passion projects energy to them. And that's really what I'm lacking in my life right now. I have a lot of like swords energy going on I've been doing a lot of thinking a lot of planning I even feel like there's some you know maybe like earth energy here of like a real kind of stuck in a rut like sort of the the shadow side of like Taurus of just kind of like I'm comfortable where I am and I don't want to move from it like just real stuck in a rut energy I don't have any of this wands, especially this early wands, this the time when you have a clear vision and you're excited about it and you have like that leadership energy and that drive and motivation and like the passion. And I think about the things that carry you through what it takes to start a project, like the actual activation energy to like move from a state of stillness to a state of moving forward like it takes a push and I just like don't have that push and then I was thinking about well even when I do start things these days I don't go into it with the excitement and the passion that I used to or like with a belief that this will work like I kind of go into things feeling like well, it's inevitable that I'm going to quit or it's inevitable that this is going to be the wrong thing or it's inevitable that this thing won't work or just like that it's a lot of work for not a lot of results. Like I'm I'm just finding like everything I'm sort of doing or like even thinking about doing, I'm not feeling excited about it, which I'm excited about the idea. Like there's Ace of Wands energy of like when it's just a little seedling and I've not quite planted it, I'm like excited about it. I'm excited about the potential. But the minute I kind of take that step into two of wands where it needs to be going out into the world and like moving forward with the idea, I just lose the excitement. So yeah, there's just like a general uncomfortableness about being in two of wands and three of wands of like moving forward with ideas. And yeah, I don't I don't really know what to do. I don't really know how to get myself out of this other than like what we've like I I can logic my way and be like, okay, well I know about responsive desire and I know that, you know, sometimes just doing the thing is enough to build the desire. But like none of that swords thinking is actually helping me get through this. Yeah. I totally I, I feel as often as the case with us, like, I'm not in that same exact thing, but, like, I feel that <laughs> so much. Yeah, I don't know. Because when I'm in that, like, 
I, I want to be doing something to fix it, but there's not anything to do sort of. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. It's, it's an uncomfortable place to be in. Well, that's what you asked for. <laughs> it is. It is. And I like really want to have a solution for it. I really want to be like, okay, cool. I know how to get myself into fun, playful Juan's energy. I know how to get myself into like a leadership role in which I am passionate and excited and like my enthusiasm bleeds through and everyone can really sense it. But I don't, I don't know how to do it. And all I can think about is like, but I'm tired. And, you know, well, the third card that I drew is the star. So yeah, maybe there's something here about tending to myself tending like maybe getting myself to a place where I don't feel so tired I'm still feeling like there's pieces here about trusting in a timing or like letting it be slow like letting the excitement come or trusting that the excitement will come but I also really think with the star there's a piece about belief I just keep thinking about like wishing on a star and and I know that the connection with the tarot is not necessarily about wishing that the star kind of is like comes after the tower and there's this piece about like restorative practices and healing um and but there's just something about wishing in the star for me or like belief like if I just like how can I change how can I almost like tend to and heal my beliefs like I feel like there's a part of me like my ability to believe in myself broke or my ability to believe in like my belief that I can accomplish things like that ability to to believe that I can I can be successful I can like do things just kind of broke and it's like a healing of that like how do I get back to a place of like believing in myself as strongly as I believe in everyone else I get so excited for other people's passions and dreams and projects and like I want to do everything I can to make that happen but I don't give that to myself or I like can't figure out how to give that to myself I'm just like yeah a little bit stuck in a loop of like being self-deprecating at the moment of just yeah just being like oh it's never gonna work for me and and I just can't see the possibilities of things. That makes me think I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking a little bit about stuff like that and brought up the idea of being stuck in that, like, well, I don't know, like, can I do this or whatever? And just like, why not you? Trying to figure out how to like flip it around to that, like, instead of why can't I, what, why, why could I not? I mean, of course I, you know. Yeah. It's one of those really tricky things. I feel like my self protection or like my protective beliefs keep leveling up because like I can do that. And, you know, I can say like, well, there's no reason why, like I can talk my way around all of this and like, I can give you all of the right answers and I can give 
you know, myself all of the right reasons. And I can know that they're like, I have nothing to lose, like really have nothing to lose at this point. It doesn't matter if it goes wrong. And, but it's not changing my action, which tells me that I'm not really changing the belief. And there's sort of something of like, this is kind of like my whole, like, I want to go deeper with the cards. I'm like, I'm just not digging into the roots of what is here. I'm giving all the right answers. Like I'm on the surface, you know, saying all the right things, but it's not really digging in deep. I'm like, okay, what do I need to give myself? Like what tools and resources do I need to bring in to, to help me actually shift this belief? Cause kind of what I've been doing is not working. Not that I've been doing anything that I thought would work, but you know, I tried, I tried the thinking about this a lot and I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I, I even feel like I've tried feeling like feeling my way around it. And even, even that's not quite, quite working. There's something else here of just like, yeah, something I'm not seeing, which I feel like I talked about ages ago where I was like, there's just something I'm not seeing here. And it's sort of finding like the right mirror and that can be a person that can be a tool that could be a book that could be, you know, the mirrors can come from anywhere. Um, But there's like almost like going on a search for like the right mirror that will like help me figure out what this piece is. And I also feel like, I feel like a kid who hasn't done her homework (laughs) of like, you know, a few weeks ago, I was talking about how in the Chani app, she was like, you know, this would be a good time to think about what leaders you admire and to like read books on leadership. And I kind of went, yeah, 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 that's cool. But like, didn't do it at all. Like I have Abby Wambach's Wolfpack book that she wrote, which is- I love that. It's yeah. really good. I've read one chapter of it and that was like ages and ages ago and I haven't finished the book. And I'm like, everyone, everyone I talk to loves this book. I love Abby. Like I adore Abby. Mm-hmm. It's a book on leadership. It's in my house. Like it's the most accessible <laughs> resource that I could have. And I just haven't picked it up. And, and like, that's the uncomfortable truth of all of this. Of like, you know, we've talked about in the past about the universe, like gift wrapping things for you and putting your name on it and handing it to you. And then you being like, oh, can I take this? Like, this is not a resource that I have to go buy or that I have to go, you know, (laughs) outside of my home or that, you know, is inaccessible to me. Like, I have one very specific resource on leadership in my house. All I have to do, it's not even a long book. I could read it in an evening. No, it's not. (laughs) And for like three weeks, I've been sat here thinking, probably should read that book. Like a lot of things are pointing to leadership and I probably should go read the book. Have I done it? No. So maybe, you know, maybe this week I'll actually go and read the book. (laughs) We'll see. I'll check it next week whether I've actually done it or not. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of my feeling of just like, I'm not actually doing the homework. I'm... I'm talking about it and yeah, like I said, saying all the right things, but I'm not actually like doing the work. I'm, there's no, there's no 
actions backing up my words. I'm literally just giving lip service to this idea of like, yeah, I'll look into leadership. I'll think about it. No, <laughs> I've, I've done nothing. So, so yeah, those are my cards for this week. How about you, Diane? What were your cards this week? I feel like I have like all the thoughts this week. I was also, I haven't gotten to the point you have of just like making your own deck, though I'm intrigued by that. But I had been thinking this last week, especially that I don't like I draw the cards, but I don't really like pay much attention to the images and stuff anymore. I'm thinking more in terms of where the cards fit relative to other cards. And I mean, yes, having had several different decks, like giving me kind of a basic understanding was good. But I also feel like I'm kind of moving past that a bit and I was thinking about how I didn't realize we started doing this you know that how much I'm getting out of just drawing cards once a week because I used to do it more like I do like a daily card or whatever but I never really spent time with that and also us talking through the stuff because it actually makes me like it forces me to think about it and also us, like, talking to each other about this stuff, like, I have so much more understanding of them than I used to. And also there's the, like, you know, it does still feel like I'm, like, on the surface sometimes. So I totally get what you're talking about. I did stick with the same questions, but I've realized now, once I, like, really dug into journals about them, that... I didn't really think about them so much in response to those questions. I was just kind of thinking about them more like how they all came together, but I was originally thinking, okay, like what energy do I want to pay attention to and work with this week? And I got five of swords for that. And then what might get in my way? I got five of wands and then what can support me? I got six of cups because I took the seven out. (laughs) last week and also before I actually drew any of those cards when I was shuffling the two of pentacles fell out and initially I wasn't thinking about that and then I realized like no it actually fits with everything else I'm thinking about this week so so I ended up kind of with four cards (laughs) this week instead of three but yeah I, I I'm feeling a lot of the same things that you were talking about yeah I'm just like asking things and like not really digging into the answers. I was thinking about the two of pentacles and the fact that I had the two of wands last week. And it feels kind of like that's like doubling down on that. Like you need to like pick a direction, make a decision specifically with regards to like work and business and stuff. I have found myself a lot (laughs) asking myself like, Like I say, I have picked the path and I'm going to try the new and uncomfortable thing. And yet I'm still thinking all the time about the other path and wondering if I made a mistake. And I'm feeling a little bit like this week, it's kind of a, look, you you need to just decide. And I'm totally capable of doing that. Like, I'm actually kind of good at that. Like the way my brain works and all, I am very capable of deciding like I'm going to do this and I start doing it and and I can keep it going and yet I'm avoiding actually doing that 
And so I was looking at the other cards is the other thing that has come up a whole bunch besides the like, I'm going to make a mistake. Like was, well, and also to stop for a sec, I decided like, okay, I'm going to take this part-time job and I am constantly trying to turn it into something like what I've done before. Like my brain goes immediately to like, oh, like, you know, we've had these previous jobs. We, we have to do that. And I'm thinking about like all the different things I've done and I'm like, I'm going to do something different. And yet I still turn it all back into the same stuff that doesn't work for me. I know it doesn't work for me. And yet I keep doing it. So the other thing I keep thinking is I keep coming back to something we've talked about that you brought up originally and we've talked about a couple of times of like, I can't imagine doing something different. And so then I'm like, okay, like if I can't imagine it, well, that's why I keep going back. But then this morning I was like, have I even tried? Or do I just keep telling myself that? Like, I'm kind of like what you were just saying, like not actually doing the work. Like, okay, so I can't imagine it right now, but there's got to be things I could do to try and come up with like new stuff. And so am I actually doing that or am I just sitting here going, well, I can't. And that feels very much in line with the fives. <laughs> We've talked a bunch about five of swords and the idea of like, okay, I'm going to win this battle at all costs, but it's going to end up making me lose the war. And when I was journaling today, I started to shift. I'm like, am I even on the right battlefield? Never mind the fact that like, because I've talked a bunch about, and it is, I still think a big thing for me that I need to not do everything myself, but that's what I've been focusing on. And then I'm like, but what if that's not really what's going on here? And then I started thinking about five of wands and thinking about it in terms of like an obstacle, which kind of makes sense. Five of wands a lot of times makes me think about like not being focused and conflict and all, but then when I started to think about it relative to other cards and we, we've talked about six of wands very recently and I'm like, so then five of wands, it's almost just like a distraction. So I don't have to get to six of wands because if I get to six of wands, I actually have to like do shit and tell people and like put myself out there. And it's so much easier to be just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if this was the right decision. I don't know if this is the right path. Because if I actually like commit to something, I might actually have to do something about it. I'm like, great. Thanks, cards. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but surprisingly, the one really stuck with me this week was Six of Cups. And... I don't love a lot of the Six of Cups images. I kind of, the one I do like that I was thinking about is in the Wild Unknown deck where it's like the roots of a tree and it's thinking about emotions and all. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, I've been thinking about all of these 
like what's gone on in the past and like where's all this coming from and I've like dug into all this stuff and yet you know just like what you were saying it still hasn't changed anything and then for some reason my brain and the universe put together like that and the I can't imagine but what if I could and I decided to go back and do something I've done a few different times and I know I've done it with you and I went and I found the audio from playing big for the the future self Mm -hmm. meditation and I did that this morning because I was like okay if I can't imagine like but what if I could what if the six of cups like I keep thinking about things in the past but then I shifted to like okay like this is the future that I want like inside like not like what it looks like or whatever but what it feels like what I'm doing right now is that past and I'm just like shit (laughs) I am not doing things right now like sitting here and spinning my wheels and being distracted and like not being willing to choose I'm like that is in no way gonna get me to where I would like to be and I'm still kind of thinking about it because I did not that long before we did this recording and but it was all three times I can think of that I've done this exercise well uh, we'll link it in the in the show notes but the idea is you're doing a guided meditation where you're essentially visiting yourself 20 years in the future and that you can ask that future self questions. And I don't do that so much, but just thinking about like the the feeling and, and some of the things that come up and bringing that back to like work with. And there's one question in there. One of the questions is like ask your future self about like who she really is what her true name is and what popped into my head and I'm like I'm not gonna like I'm just gonna go with it was mother but with an image of the empress card and I'm like (laughs) just dying here and I was thinking what you were saying earlier like and I'm like parenting myself and like yeah it was just it gave me a lot to think about so now I'm like okay so I can kind of imagine like a I want to do more of that and I just want to stop with the I can't or I don't know how and just be like fuck that I just need to just get over myself and do so so I don't know like after what you're saying, I'm like, hmm, what's my homework for this week? <laughs> what am I going to keep doing? Other than, like, I, I need to keep imagining and, like, catching myself when I, like, keep going back. It's like, you know, that bruise you keep poking. <laughs> it's like, no, stop it. Leave it alone. Stop, like, going down there. Like, focus on the new stuff. That feels very Seven of Cups to keep imagining. Yes. Mm-hmm. And keep dreaming and and yeah, so 6 of cups is sun in Scorpio and Scorpio a sign that loves to dig into the roots. And 
I really kind of love that interpretation or like that thinking about six of cups is like kind of like what roots am I growing or like watering or feeding right now that are going to you know grow five years from now and alternatively like what roots can I rip up so that Mm. it stops growing and I think that's the thing of like when we find ourselves repeating a pattern and repeating a pattern like you said of the like the pattern of feeling like you have to do everything yourself to me it's like okay well you haven't dug at the roots of that yet like or haven't seen them acknowledged them brought light to them I mean, like you said you might be just trying to like well why can't I just hand stuff over to people why can't I just let and like that kind of thinking of like okay I know the problem the problem is I can't let other people help me <laughs> but like that's not it because if that was it you you would have solved it yeah and that was definitely where I was feeling with the like five of swords and I'm like wait like I say this is the battle but yeah. if it was like you said I I wouldn't still be here like <laughs> is this even the right thing that I'm like fighting with Yeah, and I just, so this is kind of what I was touching on with, like, there is something about when you've done this work, as long as you and I have done the work of just, like, looking at our beliefs, like, really trying to heal and grow as humans, it gets trickier and trickier, because it it can be easy to just be like, oh, no, this is a thing, like, of course this is the thing, it's, oh, it's that thing coming back up, it can just feel like our brains can sort of double play us and like our brains go like yeah this is the thing we're working on this thing when actually it's something totally different but that's what we're trying to avoid working on like it gets harder and harder to see what is it I'm avoiding here what is it I'm not looking at here and so yeah it just takes like a little bit more intentional effort to like the the boss I feel like I'm just like playing a video game and that end boss is just like leveling up and leveling up yeah and it's like throwing all of its minions at me and I'm like okay these I'm like battling these and I'm beating them and I'm just like not finishing the level so yeah (laughs) okay I need a I need a different approach like I need what I've done is not working I need something new yeah yeah so I feel like this has been an episode of just kind of like more exploring what it's like to be human going through the process of trying to navigate change and discomfort more than it's been about any of the specific cards that we pulled but yeah I kind of love that so those are our cards for the week (laughs) those are our thoughts on them those are glimpses into our lives links to things mentioned will be in the show notes you can find that in the description below it's also the best place to leave us any thoughts, questions, or comments that you have. Come follow us on Instagram. We're at two tarot nerds. You can leave us a comment on our post there. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with a friend maybe, or leave us a review or a star rating. It really helps the podcast just grow. And yeah, it really helps us get in front of new people. So we appreciate that so much. And we appreciate you listening as always, and we'll be back in your ears next week.